everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of Political Chaos. I'm Kate. I'm Lindsay. I'm Evan. We are so excited to be kicking off this first episode. Really quick, before we get started, we just wanted to explain sort of how this will be working moving forward. So every week we'll be posting either a blog or a podcast on Monday. This Monday is a podcast, so next will be a blog. And we invite you, the audience, to head over to our website at www.polychaos.com and add your comment to the blog of the week. We will have the subject. This week we were talking about college and we got a lot of great comments. The whole point of this is us three all have our own political views, but we know that that doesn't encompass the entire perspective of everybody who will be listening. So we're hoping through the comments we'll be able to gain a wider insight on what people think about a certain subject and hopefully be able to find some type of common ground. Going off of this, if you don't feel comfortable putting your political viewpoints into a public forum, because we know that nowadays it can be intimidating to do something like that, especially with people scrutinizing other people's political beliefs, we completely understand. And that's why we have a comment section. So if you don't want to put a comment in a public forum, we completely understand. And you can go and throw it into our comment tab, which will send us a message directly. So you can still be part of the conversation, just in a more private way, which we completely understand. The whole point of this is we just want to get everyone's opinion, be able to have an open, honest conversation about what people think about subjects. And hopefully, we can start to close the partisan divide a little bit. And we can understand more what people think about certain things. But from there, I think it's, we're ready to get started. And welcome to the first episode, The College Talk, here on Political Chaos. much for uh, contributing to our comment section. We got so many great comments and um, I think we're just going to get right into it and dive into the comment section and talk about what comments kind of stuck out to us the most. And please continue to comment because that's what really drives our conversation. So we're so happy to talk about the college debate. Yeah, another huge shout out and thank you to everyone who followed the Instagram and commented on the website. It's actually been kind of crazy. I honestly didn't expect uh, this big of a um, you know, following right away, but it's kind of a lot of pressure. But anyway, so yeah, college. College is wildly expensive. <laughs> All right, so higher education in America is unbelievably expensive. It's actually nuts. Um, people leave college with incredible amounts of debt that they're paying off for a very long time, and some people don't even have the opportunity to go to college just because of how expensive it's gotten. So today we kind of took a deep dive into the topic of higher education in America Um, More specifically, the financial costs required to obtain a uh, college degree. Some of the questions we kind of tried to focus on was like, um, should college be more affordable, free, or stay as it is? Stay as it is. Um, is higher education worth the price nowadays if you're going to be in debt for quite a long time? Uh, So I guess we're just going to dive right into some of the comments. Um, 
that we got on our blog about higher education. A lot of people had some really good and interesting um, perspective that I really enjoyed reading. Uh, one that I really liked was Nikki's. Thank you, Nikki, whoever you are. Um, it's simple. She said, it's simple. If college was free, it wouldn't feel as important, causing less people to feel the need to go, and therefore de- devaluing a degree and making it not worth it. Um, but this does not mean it shouldn't be cheaper. What do you guys think about that? Well, I think the, it's go ahead. Sorry, the devaluing comment is a really interesting comment and something that we saw pretty consistently throughout the comments, and that's something that's really um, kind of a hard thing to look at because I don't really know if that is exactly true, but at the same time, I do see the point from that. Kate, what do you think? I yeah, I mean, I think that that's definitely a big part of this conversation is. Would making college free then just sort of, like she said, devalue it? Would then we... Like by employers, would they say, well, you didn't get your master's degree because you have a free college degree. Like, I don't know if that would, our society would kind of warp into that because then they just want more and more and more. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a big part of it is like, if college was free, then would most important thing be oh well you then paid for your master's you then paid for grad school is that where we would then find the value in a degree like I just I think that's something that people wonder if that would be the end result of making all higher education free is then the real value would then come from those who pursued school then afterwards Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah which is already which is already becoming a thing um like yeah. employers and companies really love people who go to grad school who have even more, um, you know, uh, education than just like a bachelor's degree. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And since that's already sort of the case, it makes me wonder, like, if everyone had a college education, would that in turn be the result then? If, oh, mm-hmm. well, every, you know, we're already on a playing field where it's, you know, people who don't have a high school diploma, you know, that puts them at a disadvantage. Even an associate's degree is kind of less, Mm -hmm. like, not about, but less, um, like, important in some employers. They're like, oh, you don't have a four-year degree, you can't work here, you need to have a bachelor's degree in a Mm -hmm. a specific major. I think it's also just, like, it opens, it just opens more doors. So, like, I think that, you know, having a GED opens doors, having an associate degree opens some as well, but then the college degree is where it really starts to like broaden your horizons for as far as the jobs you're qualified for. But I wonder then if it was free, not it, it would it devalue it? Would it then sort of be like, oh, you know, it broadens it somewhat, but the real value is when you have that graduate degree, because it's already kind of, like Evan was saying, it already is kind of going that way. I mean, we're all just graduated from college. We're all applying to jobs Tons and tons of jobs I've applied for have been like, oh, bachelor's is cool, but if you have that master's, like, yeah. oh, yeah, mm-hmm. we want you yeah. then. like For sure. And, and then yeah. a associate's degree, I feel like, should be in kind of trade school degrees and things like that are less normalized, and they're cheaper. They're going to cost you less, but then the employers, they're begging for you to have this degree, that degree. So at that point, it's somewhat on the employer to kind of – see value and degrees and understand people's situations and look at, Oh, well this person, they did this and they got an associate's Mm -hmm. degree. Yeah. Yeah. I like what she says though about, um, 
I think she's right about if it was free, I guess it would be, like, kind of devalued just because, like, it's like anything, you know? The more people who have something, the less people kind of, like, care. It just becomes, like, normalized, I guess. But um, it should definitely be cheaper because I was reading this – or I found this tweet from – student debt crisis they're like an advocacy organization and i'm not a math guy at all not a math guy or a numbers guy (laughs) i literally i literally had to look up this number on google because not a math guy and it's literally one trillion dollars over one trillion dollars is the total student debt um in the united states of america and that just blew me away so i think that's just astronomical yeah yeah i think it sounds like a lot you know, is that including people who went to medical school? Is that include you know? Yeah, like, that's actually a really good. There's question. certain I have, I have there's no idea. certain you know degrees where it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, just medical school for example. Someone going into that, yeah, they're taking out a lot of debt, and well, that's like 16 years of school at some in some cases. Well, like yeah, ugh. so there's that, and they're taking out a lot. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we just got out of school, <laughs> and that wow, that's a commitment yeah. right there. But I think that the thing is though is like. People who are doing that, they know that it's going. They're going to make enough money to pay it off yeah. eventually. I think in most cases, obviously, there's those. You know, we don't want to make a complete blanket statement because I'm sure there's those people that are like, "No, I didn't end up making what I wanted to to pay off my debt." But I, I wonder if that has a lot to do with it, mm-hmm. because it's like this number sounds huge, but in the end, if someone is you know becoming a, a doctor or even a lawyer or things like that, where those pursuing those jobs and taking out those loans will pay off at some point. I think that my question with when I see something like this is oftentimes like, I think that an issue we have is there are a lot of very expensive schools out there and some people don't think about, Oh, well if I'm getting say a history degree or an English degree or you know, which there's nothing so, wrong with that. Which of course there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just understanding that. I mean, even a political science degree, yeah. like that's what yeah. I have. I mean, my and degree, I know same second. thing. Like it's just understanding like what the job market will be after that. And I think that for I mean, the school we went to isn't you know this astronomically expensive school, but I I it makes me question someone who would decide it was a good idea to go to a school that costs. Sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year, knowing that they're going to come out of it with you know two hundred thousand dollars in debt and only be making thirty thousand dollars a year. Like that wasn't a smart investment, and I think that's a big thing of college is it's it is an investment, and you need to make a smart choice about that. We had a commenter, um, Kate, not this Kate, different Kate, um, <laughs> that says that she she mentioned a lot that college is an investment and if more funding was directed towards helping prospective college students understand the risks and benefits of their investment then I think there would be less students going into a great amount of debt than to just go to college and I think that this is something that I'm really passionate about in this debate is that I just believe that the high school system has completely kind of screwed over the college the entry college student because they're just wanting you especially at my high school I went to a high school where they pushed pushed a four-year degree like every student from my graduating class went to a four-year school and that was like if you didn't you were looked down upon it was like very encouraged and half not half but a lot of the students didn't end up finishing that and it's because no one told them like hey this is what you're getting into this is how much you're gonna owe when you leave this is the amount that this is how much you're gonna have to pay on your loans once you graduate these are the jobs you can get with your degree like no one tells you that when you're 18 years old you just want to do like you want to get away from your family and you want to go have fun and you want to go party in college and you want to do this this and that but seriously (laughs) but you don't think about 
no one, no one tells you. And then you just pick these loans. Like you pick, Oh, this is the first loan I can apply for online. Well, that loan has X amount of interest First, this loan has lower amount, but no one tells you which loans to pick. Like there is no like ABC, how to apply for loans, how to apply for FAFSA. Like no, mm-hmm. uh, at least at my, in my high school experience, no one told me that no one sat down and told me, Hey, CSU, which is a school I graduated from costs this much versus Boulder. It's going to cost this much. So maybe you should think about that when you look to apply, like all they care about is Hey, are you going to this prestigious school versus that prestigious school? Or are you getting this degree versus from here or there? Like no one ever says like, Hey, did you ever think about how much that's going to set you? I mean, at least in my opinion, I don't know about you guys, but did that happen with you guys? Like, I don't know. They're just pushing a college. Like, it's like, if you don't go to college and the other thing is no one ever normalized, like, Hey, I'm going to go to uh, like cosmetology school and get, get like a hair certification. And that, that's awesome. Like, I wish I would have done that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, that's like such a great trade and trade school. Like we need trade people and there's people who want to do that. Like there's people who don't school's just not their thing. And like, that's totally fine. But like, I think it's just on the high schools. Cause they're yeah. just so like, that's know. something we literally talked about like all week between us. Um, just the importance of, you know, kids going to college, being more informed and educated on kind of what they're getting into because, yeah, like you were saying, Lindsay, at least at my high school, I don't know. I was probably, I was like half asleep for most of high school, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, we just didn't really get, you know, informed on how to, you know, apply for scholarships, things like that. Um, I think a lot of people kind of just go in blind and, yeah, you kind of fall into the pressure of I need to go to college. I need to do this. I need to go to this school. And before they know it, they're in a lot of debt or it's just it, it just tumbles into this horrible situation. And I think a lot of that is on the high schools and taking the time to not just worry about, you know, their graduation rate, getting everyone out the door. But like, you know, moving on, yeah, moving on, but, you know, taking the time to really like let them know that, well, yeah, college is expensive and, um, how to like handle it better rather than just, you know, taking out a loan for whatever. Like which loans are best. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And even just, yeah, because there's like so many loans out there and like what, like what type of scholarships, like I learned when I came to college, like there are scholarships for everything. Oh yeah. Literally anything. But no one told me, like no (laughs) one said that. I didn't know. I don't know. Like Kate, did you know any about this? Like, I don't know. I think that I was lucky in the sense of my parents sat me down when I was applying to schools and were like, okay, Hmm. this is how much we can help you out with school. Mm -hmm. If you go to this school, it's going to cost X amount. If you go to this school, it's going to cost X amount. And I think that definitely helped me choose the school I was going to go to because I knew that if I was going out of state and choosing that, I was going to be taking on a lot more debt. At the time, I thought I was going to be a genius um, biology major and go to medical school, which, of course, that didn't happen. No. And then I, you know, took my first biology class in college and failed it miserably. So my whole plan was rocked. (laughs) Well, yeah, and that's the other thing. You're you're paying to do this major that you choose when you're 17. You don't know what yeah. you're going to yeah. do. You're- yeah. Well, and I think that's another thing is like, because I think I was saying before, I was like, oh, people go into these schools and they don't realize that they're paying $60,000 to then make thirty when they get out. But it's also thinking about, yeah, well, people change their majors too. Like, oh, all the time. I did. Yeah, I did. I did three times. Mm-hmm. And my first major was I was doing biology. I thought I wanted to be like a veterinarian and all that crap. But like I I mean I'd still be in school right now mm-hmm. paying, you know, taking out more loans, doing all that, but then with the intention that oh, if I keep working, I'll be able to like 
end up paying that off. I think it's like, you know, I think that's something that happens for a lot of people is they go in thinking like, oh, I'm going to go to this. Because, you know, a lot of these schools, like I know that CSU has one of the top veterinary programs. So a lot of people go in like with the intention of then they'll later do that. So like a school like um, I also was looking at University of Washington. They have a really good medical school afterwards so that's why I was like oh I really want to go there like that would be a great stepping stone but then if I ended up you know switching my entire plan then I'm just sort of sitting at the school paying more than I would have at you know an in-state school getting I mean a similar education I think that it's kind of hard to like I mean obviously I didn't go there so I don't know what Mm. that experience would have been like the debate is just because you can't afford a school that is better or more fitting, like more academically, um, prestigious versus a school, a state school or whatever. That's kind of the debate. Why should someone have to sacrifice that because they can't afford just because of money? Like that's like, Oh, I, I worked really hard in high school and I did all this and I got all these great grades and I want to go to Stanford or whatever, but that school is extremely expensive. So why, like, why should, I know there's scholarships and a lot of times these students who do work really hard do get full rides, but why should someone's education, the cost of their education, put them back from, you know, being success or yeah. wanting to go to a school that they've wanted to go to their whole life just because they can't afford it? And that's where it's like, that's where it gets tricky. This whole conversation starts to really like, that's kind of where we re- meet like a crossroads, I guess. Mm-hmm. Quick side note, you've been saying CSU. I think we should um, just mention CSU stands for Colorado State University, the best school on yeah, earth. Go we Rams, went. just to make sure that's the where we all know. Yeah, we all yeah. just graduated from CSU this May. You know, we're part of that. Well, and that's why this conversation, I think, is really important mm-hmm. to us because... It definitely is relevant to us because we just, you know, did it. And none of us are pursuing like a grad school education. I mean, at least not now. Who knows? Who knows? knows? Maybe in two years I'll be like, this is this. Well, I did. I applied to grad school. I got in everything. And I said, I said, no, I'm not going to spend. I literally said no because of the amount of money it costs and like the cost benefit. I sat there for weeks and like went like, uh, you know, ended up just being too much for what I was going to get out of it in the end for especially for my degree. It just didn't seem worth it. But it was just like, that was what, in the end, what held me back from doing it was cost. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. And that's the thing is you sat down and thought about it. And I think that we... Because I'm need a, to like 20, do that more. 22, but when I yeah, was exactly. 18, yeah, I, didn't, a bit I was like, oh, I'm going to go party. Like, CSU, <laughs> go Rams. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think that all three of us are in a very, like, we need to recognize that we were in a very, like, privileged yeah. mindset. And the fact that totally. all of us never even, like, I never even considered that I wasn't going to go. Mm-hmm. That never even crossed my mind. Yeah. And I think that that's something that, like, so then for me, it was because I was like, oh, I can't wait to, you know, be away from my parents and join a sorority and do the social part of it. Like, the social part of college was a big yeah. pull for a lot of us. And I think that that's, like, mm-hmm. something yeah. that also needs to be thought about yeah. is, like, I think that, like, sort of how I kind of think of it is, too, is, like, if college was free, would people who might you know end up being more successful going to a trade school Mm -hmm. or something like that would they just be going to college just you know to have the experience when you know the more important thing is it being a smart choice for them you know what i mean yeah i I mean there's a culture now with like just like with greek life you think the social part um you know is extremely important though because and not even just like the whatever joining a 
you know, Greek life or whatever, like a club or whatever, especially me, like coming, um, being fortunate enough to come to school, you know, in Colorado, I'm not from here, obviously out of state, but you know, I think it's just so important. You know, I got, you get to meet so many new people, people from all over the country, you know, all these new experiences, you know, like being on your own. And I think that's what makes it so like tough for me to just see that like people, you know, just because of their financial situation, they won't get to have these experiences, meet new yeah. people, do all this, th- do all this new stuff, networking, all these the- connections, you know, all this stuff just because they can't afford it. That's what makes me the most sad because, yes, the education is obviously important, your degree, you're here for school, but it's just so much more than that. And I think it's just – Yeah, it seemed, like the opportunities yeah, yeah. that present to you. Like for my degree, I had to do a internship for a 10-week minimum internship and that was like – Mm -hmm. so important to my like just to my degree like it was amazing like it helped me so much I learned so much and like people who are like don't get like the advantage of not even just school like not even yeah Mm -hmm. you're right Evan like not even the paper but just not missing out on like not even social but just networking everything yeah in the like the university that's just such a like it's just like sad. It's yeah. Sad. Like it's just. Oh, it's horrible. Sad. <clears throat> yeah. Me and Kate had an internship, but it got canceled. Yeah. Me and Evan were in an internship with the Colorado. What is it? Legislative internship, which. Yeah. Unfortunately this, the CSU was, legislative internship, which was cut short. It was a blast. So it, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it was a blast. I definitely, I mean, truly I learned more from that than most of my classes just because oh, you're yeah. like, I think just being in it, sitting there, sitting on sessions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That really, like, you te- you learn a lot from that. Yeah. And I think that, unfortunately, we kind of got screwed over in the sense of, like, connections because we were not really there in the thick of it. Yeah. Because we had to, you know, go online and it kind of ruined some stuff for us. But I also think that, like, the whole, the connections you gain from college are so important. And I think that that's another thing where it's, like, Maybe the it should like I think that's another argument for why college should be more accessible to people that are lower income because you're all you're already at a disadvantage from being low income yes. while you know people that are higher income are getting to go to college getting to be a part mm-hmm. of these social circles that end up being the game changer for whether or not they get a job. I know lots of people that half the reason they I mean not half but a big part of why they have the job they do is because they knew someone who was able to because you know when you're applying to jobs you're just a piece of paper yeah. you're not you know they're just looking at it and being able to be like oh well actually I know him personally and like able to get like pushed forward to those next rounds like I think that can be such like a make or break situation I mean even for us who went to like CSU um there's you know there's when we're applying to these jobs in Colorado we're up against people who went to mines who went to Colorado College who went to see you um, like boo <laughs> yeah go Rams um, but I think that Ali yeah. gave a really great comment that kind of segues into this um, about just low income and impoverished social class she said that today's expense Expensive higher education only continues to oppress people of impoverished social class, people of color, native and indigenous people, and people immigrating to our country. Higher education is the single key to lifting individuals and their communities to a higher social class, but the United States only offers this opportunity to people who can pay the price. I think this comment is really, really spot on Yeah. and um, super great, so thanks, Allie, for that contribution because I I really love that. I think that's really smart and... um, I think, yeah, if you're, if you're already five steps back, how are you ever going to get ahead Mm -hmm. if you can't, if you can't, like if you, 
you know, Evan, what, I don't know. The, what yeah. Think. I mean, the cycle kind of just repeats itself. Nothing will ever change. Um, Sydney in her comment, thanks Sydney. She said, um, this kind of limitation based on class with, you know, educate higher education being so expensive and people not being able to afford it. Um, it just perpetuates the system of uh, our country where the rich just get richer and the poor get poorer because people who are trying to better themselves, trying to better their situation, you know, improve their life, they can't, you know, they they're, the barrier's there. They can't really improve anything if they can't afford it. And I think this is just a huge obstacle. Is the answer to that... Free college. Free college. Um, <laughs> I just don't... I don't think that's what the answer is to that. Yeah. I, then that's... I think that my whole take is I think that higher education is really important. But I also think that something that we don't think about is, you know, first you got to get in. Mm-hmm. And for kids who are you know, already in low-income areas, schools that can't offer AP classes, schools that can't offer ACT tutoring, things like that, those can end up being a huge make-or-break situation for kids like that in the first place. And also, not to mention, even though college would be free, you know, that's someone who they have to work to support their family. That's four years where they're not doing that. Mm -hmm. I, I I guess I think that making college free... In the end, would it help some people? Yes. Do I think it would ha- help the group of people that need it the most? I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just it's really sometimes hard to say. I yeah. It's hard to yeah. say, and I think that there are just there are so I many mean, other just, ways. Their community could even like lower income high schools need to be uplifted. Yeah. Too, just to benefit so that they could get scholarships and stuff like that. Because they're again, like Ali said, they're already like oppressed like they're already 12 steps back yeah so we need to get them to the point where they're at you know and sydney sends the question like do we give poor people the same opportunities as the privileged and no i would no, say not in america no, no. <laughs> yeah not in america no. not in this country yeah. we know but i think well and i think something that i've been thinking about just with you know the whole you know we got an election coming up we've heard a lot of what prospective candidates have to say about college and something we've been seeing a lot of is oh they're gonna tax wall street bernie sanders talked about how he's going to raise two trillion dollars just from taxing um wall street and i guess i guess my and that's i mean that's for his medicare for all and free college but we're focusing just on the college right now that's a whole other topic in itself i guess my whole thought process in that is i just think that that money could go to a better cause than free college. I think that free public college, you know, there will be a lot of people that use that that don't necessarily need to be going to what, a free college. What do you think? Yeah, what, what money, area? What would you like to see? I think that, you know, a big issue we have is our public schools are funded through housing. I think that already is an issue in itself that it just continues again to perpetuate the cycle of if you're in a poor area there you it just continues you're to yeah. be shown through your schooling through all of that i think that's really an issue that we have and i think i wonder you know i guess okay my whole take on this is i think that the broad idea of free public college doesn't focus in enough on the areas that need its help. I think that these broad 
statements are cool for elections and I think that it gets people's attention and especially, you know, young people because young people are, you know, voting a lot. And when a candidate says, oh, you're going to free college, that, you know, that is a big way of getting people to vote for them where I just don't necessarily think that's the best thing for these communities. I think we need to definitely focus more locally. I think if you opened up a map of the U.S. and saw lower income areas and where people are having issues in high school, because I think that the idea of free college is then, oh, well, you're already getting into college. You're already going to make that step because you finished high school. A lot of kids in these lower areas can't even finish high school yeah, to no fault to no of, their, fault of own. their own. Yeah, they Unfortunately, often lack yeah. the resources. It's because it's, and- it's they have bad resources. The school's you know, they're not able to support, you know, we sit here and talk about, oh, well, these schools should be counseling kids more on what they're paying for. It's like some of these schools probably couldn't even afford to do that. Mm. And I think that is a way bigger issue. Like there are, there are kids that don't even finish high school right now. And I think that jumping to the, oh, free college is the answer. I'm like, yeah, well, the problem's a little deeper. I think the big issue is, I think the problem is happens a little sooner than that. Mm -hmm. I think the, those issues are more what needs to be focused on. I think it needs to be much more local focused in on certain areas that need assistance. I think that we definitely have an issue in not giving poor people the same opportunities, but I just don't think that the opportunity that will help them the most is free college. I, I think the opportunities that would help them the most is improving their schools before they get to college. Yeah. I also think that as we're like talking about free college and things like that, something, a comment that we got from Claire was she said that we're right now, I mean, us especially, we're graduating in a scarce job market. Scarce. Tell me about it. We're all three in the same situation. All three of us. We cannot get a job. We don't have jobs. I mean, we could get a job, but I I think it's also just like, I'd like to get a job where my college degree applies, but that seems to less and less be the case. And she said that- she said that the average student right now has $37,000 in debt, and that's from debt.org. So if anyone is listening to this and being like, that's wrong, throw yeah. a comment in and throw let us know. Comment. But that's what Claire fact said. Fact check us, fact check us. We love you fact know, checkers. $37,000 in debt is not that bad. Mm. It's really not. Yeah. It's not that bad, but it's also, for some people, it is. It is. That's a lot for... And for yeah. You graduate, you're not making a ton of money. No one is right out the bat. Like that, that is gonna put you back a few more steps into the kids who graduate with no with debt. nothing. Yeah, I think f- I think like, fresh out of college, if I like, you know, that hanging over your head, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, it's always in the back of your mind. You're always having to sacrifice other things. It's not absurd, but I guess my argument is, back to that is, there's people that have much more hanging over their head, as far as like money goes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I mean, just I think know that people in a hundred thousand dollars of debt, seventy five thousand dollars of debt, eighty thousand dollars of debt. I mean, yeah, that's the average amount of debt, but like there yeah. is worse, and that is still, it is still something that is going to. But isn't that kind of you. part of the college investment? Yes, and that's that's yeah. the argument. That's why we're here. Like that's the conversation. Is it is it worth the investment? Yeah. I mean, I mean nowadays, yes. I mean, of course, I, you, yeah. it's hard to get a job nowadays with all of that going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just think that's an important. Like I liked how Claire brought that up because I do think that, you know, we see this number 
from what Evan was talking about, the $1.6 trillion in student debt, Oof. you know, if every student had 37, but then if we break it down and go, yeah. well, there's these extreme cases, obviously, but if the average person is 37,000, you know, I kind of am like, eh, I think you're making it sound a little worse than it is. Well, yeah, obviously that first number is going to, I mean, it sounds insane and it is insane because, you know, that's the collective um, total student debt of every you know, student Just in general the country. student debt, but, yeah. 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 Well, Claire goes on to say in her comment, which I think is really um, another important point, that she says, I think that we're doing a disservice to our country by making it cost as much because a lot of smart, talented, and deserving people, kind of like what Ali said, are held back simply because of financial burdens. From, mm-hmm. Just from a financial standpoint, I think college is only worth it depending on your degree and job, kind of what Kate was alluding to earlier, earlier. Otherwise, it's just enslaving yourself to the rest of your life unless you don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I mean, 37000 okay, that's that's the average amount. That's, you know, m- more manageable, I guess, than what I – it's still still going to hang over you, still going to set you back. But, I mean, 80000 70000 I mean, that's – that's in, like Claire said, that you're enslaving yourself to loans at that point. Like, you're going to have to really put a lot aside just to – and like you said, what your degree is, you can maybe pay it off faster, maybe not. It's just – I don't know. It's just a tough. Maybe. You know, we're talking a lot about there's a lot of people that won't be able that aren't able to go to school because of the price and people are I think a big comment also that we're seeing is it should be cheaper, it should be cheaper, it should be cheaper. Yeah, that's a but very general I guess, consensus even against the people who are making the devaluation co- the devaluing yeah. comments like everybody is saying that it should be cheaper. I don't think it should be cheaper. I think that we need to give more money to people who need it yeah i think that there is you know just like bernie sanders talking about taxing wall street i think rather than making tuition cheaper free i think that money should be more readily available to people who need it yeah Yeah. because in the end there's a lot of people who don't you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people for fafsa who yeah i mean they don't pay for it they're just getting like a little discount but in the end they're kind of putting up, they're taking away from others who really, really need that money. They need yeah. that. Well, we were talking, yeah. I know we were talking um, about the whole, in 2017, San Francisco um, offers, they started offering yeah. free city college tuition to all of um, San Francisco's residents, regardless of need and stuff. And regardless I was, of income. Like yeah, anybody. yeah. I was reading the CNBC article and it literally says that, um, even like you know wealthy residents like and then in quotes even the, yeah even the children of the founders of facebook would qualify for free two-year community college that to me is nuts because mark zuckerberg's like a multi-billionaire and like might be an alien so like i don't know <laughs> why his kids need you know any sort well, of assistance on going to college i don't know i just that seems a little well, odd to yeah me. that's crazy and what i was thinking is something i thought of when i saw that was well what mark zuckerberg is a is a billionaire and so is facebook and so is amazon and there's all these huge companies in america that are donating to this cause and that cause and this cause it's like maybe some people need to start like like san francisco the city of san francisco starting free college but like what if like facebook was like hey we're gonna start this free college mm-hmm. and if you qualify and meet these requirements you can go here for free because they have billions they have so much money they don't even know what to don't do don't even with know it. They yeah are just throwing it like they're just i don't know like i don't yeah I don't haven't seen a financial well, report they, from them lately amazon doesn't I don't even know. pay bezos doesn't even pay taxes really so yeah 
Well, and then that's again that's a, a whole other conversation talk, in itself. If you guys would yeah. like to, if you guys would like to listen to us talk about, you know, yeah. things like that, throw it in the comments. Yeah. But I'm just saying, people on like our that can they can help this situation. Like there are there's off there are options, yeah. and like back well, to what I said but earlier, I think like then that to- that goes sort of to the whole Bernie Sanders plan of let's just throw a tax in there and. I just, I think that's a great idea. I think it's just, where is it going? And I don't think it should be going to free, free, free college, college yeah. across well, there's, the there's board. There's more to it, yeah. That, there's more to it. Yeah. I also think that something we were saying before, too, is like, you know, you can come here if you qualify. Well, I think that there's a lot of people that might not be able to qualify because they went to a school where they, you know, they went to high school and it just wasn't up to par. And, and the fact of just, like, they weren't able to give students, you know, because there's, I think that's also something that isn't considered sometimes is, like, there's a lot of kids that struggle in high school because their high school just doesn't have the resources for them. And then when they're applying to colleges like this, it's like, oh, well, you know, your GPA is terrible. You have a t- bad ACT score and these kids don't. So, like, you know, the other I thing think about there's applying a- to college that is absolutely insane is that it costs $100 just to apply to go there. I'm like, yeah why Seriously. like i don't know that's it for people who are yo- low income like even just any like even for me i'm like i don't want to pay like it, it's a barrier like it's literally like i want to apply for this but you know I'm, i don't have that extra cash this month to just throw There's just yeah. all these random fees and all this and all that where it's just yeah. like let's just maybe try to scale yeah. back a little bit but they're it they take advantage and they just nickel and dime you for everything like, yeah I mean, it's a business like any other thing, and they're trying to make their buck as well. Um, I think that also just to kind of move on to another topic that we've been talking about is so the San Francisco school that we were just talking about, that's a two-year associate's degree, correct? Yeah, and I think that something we had also talked about is, you know, I think we've been talking about high schools need to do more. And I think also, you know, workplaces need to be more open to other degrees from other schools. I think that it's hard because, you know, even us sometimes, I think there's the idea that going to Colorado university, university of Colorado rather than Colorado state university, which we don't think so, but you know, an employer could look at that and be like, Oh, well, you know, CU is harder, so they probably you know like, like I oh, think this those is a, this school and and even CU costs more, so even that could be part yeah. of it. You could say, well, yeah. this school cost more, so they really I, invested in their future, and they're gonna. It's yeah, it's, exactly. It's all that. Yeah, there's those like little caveats that employers then apply, being mm-hmm. like, I mean, yeah. CSU, I mean CSU has a great engineering school, but then also people who are competing for engineering jobs are also going against Colorado School of Mines, which is one which of is the like top engineering school. schools yeah. in the nation. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a like, great school. It's double the price. Yeah. So it's like, you know, there's things like that where I think that employers need to be a little more open to the idea of just because someone went to a community college, got an associate's degree, or didn't necessarily go to the most, most ex- best, most expensive college there was, doesn't mean that they're not just as qualified as anybody else at the issue isn't necessarily free college itself. It's sort of the high school before. Yeah. I think that there's this before after situation in college yeah. that we're not really. It's for me. It, for me, it's really about the before part. Like that, I just feel like there's such a flaw in the in the high school system and just where 
public and private in all in all ways. Mo- in, in, I mean, private, they're just forcing yeah. four-year degrees. But even in pr- public school, like, it's there, no one no one talks to you about this. And that is just like, I talked to someone the other day who was in debt, like student debt, a lot of it. And that person was saying like, if someone would have sat me down in high school, this, I would have had a different loan. I would have looked at a different program. I would have done this, done that, done all these different things. And she was like, I just missed out on that. And like, Kate, you said, my parents sat me down. Not everyone knows, like not everyone knows what's up. Like your parents know what's up. Not everyone does. Like, I don't need, like, I don't know. I mean, no one can tell you different. No one can tell you, Hey, um, I don't know if you should, you shouldn't go to college, but if you point out financials and you say, well, this is how much, then maybe that might, you might have a little sing a different tune. Yeah. It's it's like anything, um, you know, just being educated and aware of things will help you out. Like, you know, regardless of the situation. And I think that would help a lot. Any, any high school student, I'm sure would appreciate that. Uh, yeah, so after having uh, pretty much discussing this the whole week, um, <laughs> we kind of um, we kind of came to at least some common ground or you know, a consensus. And I think the main point that we all all three of us took away from this is that I think it's a little this topic is a little bit too complicated to just be like free blanket statement free whatever not free. Um, I think there's a lot of, you know, other factors that we have to consider. I know we've talked throughout this podcast, we talked about the importance of, you know, educating the younger people um, in high schools, you know, taking on the role of really educating, you know, their students about what they're getting into and things like that. Um, but I do, I will say personally, I don't know, as, as great as it would be to be free, completely free, I just don't see that possible. But there definitely needs to be a way that we can make it more affordable. We can have give options to people. Uh, but I really enjoyed this conversation and, um, you know, learning more about this. Even though I was in college, I honestly, you know, looking at the numbers of student debt and all sorts of stuff like that, I really enjoy doing that. And you guys are a, a joy to talk to, I guess I could say. So, yeah. Oh, you could say. Oh, you're so sweet. I think that we had a really good talk today, and this topic is obviously a very, very complex one. Like we were saying, there's, we, yeah, we could sit here and talk in circles for hours about all the ways that. What we covered. Exactly. But I also think that this, I mean, we wanted to start off easy. We didn't want to get too polarizing right off the bat and just. Nothing, you know, I think the college talk is a good one and it's very relevant, especially with an election coming up. But I also think that it was good for our, we're hoping that the listeners see that, you know, when we're talking about issues like that, there is so much more, it's not a black and white issue. It's not a right or left issue. There are a million things in between that you might agree with, whether you're super liberal or super Republican or find yourself in the middle, there is so many smaller little caveats that make up one issue. And I think that that's a big part of what we want to, you know, bring across in political chaos is there are a million viewpoints, a million ideas. And I think people would be surprised the kinds of things that they agree with on, even if they see themselves solely yeah. on the I mean, right you know or on the left. Say, from chaos comes we old, can not full clarity. <laughs> some clarity, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not f- yeah. some clarity, something. And we hope that, like, from this talk, people listening were able to see that, you know, we had some comments that were much more liberal, some comments that were definitely from a more conservative viewpoint, but we were able to, you know, 
And some moderate comments for sure. And, I, and some moderate We love them all. And I think that... Yeah. We love them exactly. all. Exactly. I think yeah. that that's a big part of this is, you know, we're able to have these conversations yeah. and realize that big issues like this are much more in-depth and much more important than just what, you know, a politicized view. There's a lot more that goes yeah, on to I these things. Yeah, I just think, you know, it's not always up and down, left, right, black, white. I mean, there's so much in between, as we talked about. And... um I just want to say thank you guys so much for your comments. If you felt like you weren't represented today or there was something that we talked about that you um, wanted to chime in on, we still, even though this conversation is over and we're moving on to a new topic, we still would love to hear comments. We might want to do a free college 2.0 because there's just so much to unpack with this topic specifically. Um, But we just want to say thank you guys so much for listening. Check out our new blog post which will be posted on July 27th with our new topic and if you have any ideas of what you think we should talk about um please let us know we would love to hear from you guys on what you think we're still kind of deciding between a few topics so let us know what you think and then make sure to comment thank you guys so much for listening and have a great day